Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and I've got uh, Felix and Aki today on the show. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, today, uh, obviously, there's a new name, obviously, that I mentioned, Aki. Uh, Akinde is uh, <laughs> been a, a long-time listener of the show for a long time. He's spent a lot of time supporting us, so we thought we should give him a shout. Also, he's a big Manchester United fan, and uh, he's, uh, you know, one of the most intense Manchester United fans that uh, that I've met. So, want to give you a platform, you know, to kind of spread your spread your thoughts today, man. So, uh, Akinde, let's kind of get on to you. So, uh, quickly, who do you support? Uh, I support Man United. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how long have you supported them for? Um. Back since 09. Oh, okay. Okay, how old are you, man? I'm 21. Yeah. Woo, you're a young kid, man. You have you have future <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you have a lot of future in front of you. So I yeah. guess that's why you're more intense about it. Because man, I remember when I was 21, bro. Dude, I will watch a United game and if they lost, like even draw sometimes. I'll you could ask Victor. I'll lock myself in the room. Nobody, nobody can talk to me. Nobody. Exactly, yeah, I can't speak. Like usually, if we lose or draw, yeah. like the way we draw, sometimes I cannot speak for like an hour. I do not want anyone talking to me because it's oh, just so wow. stupid. So, so wow. Yeah. So I guess that's what happens when you're that age. But when you get older, uh, trust me, it gets easier. But uh, <laughs> for you guys, you guys haven't really. You haven't had to experience a lot of the glory days so i get that like angst a little bit but for but for me i got to experience a little bit of that and then now i'm seeing all the pain anyway uh but I, we've got uh, felix on the show so felix man happy to have you on it's been a minute uh, Save you, fam. <laughs> and i know you i know you have a ton uh, to say today regardless if it's city or uh, manchester united so uh, I can't wait to hear. I can't hear. Wait to hear your take because your take always, uh, you know, honestly, it's a, it's a very good, very good uh, way of thinking. And um, I always see the best people to uh, give you the truth are the people who don't who don't have any affinity to what you support. So uh, it will be fun. Yeah, it will be a fun day. All right. Well, let's get right on to it. Today we're going to be talking about City. City just beat. Uh, uh, Sporting Lisbon, or Sporting—I think they changed the name or something. Sporting the Club de Portugal, or something like that. Uh, yeah, City it's called Sporting CP. Oh, Sporting City—is that what it's called now? Uh, okay. Sporting CP. Oh, Sporting City. Oh, yeah. So that's what the club in Portugal or something. Anywho, uh, City beat them five nothing today, which is crazy uh, when you see how you know bumping this team is. Um, I cannot remember the last time City lost the game. Um, maybe Felix can shed some light on that. Uh, but anyway, we'll be, we'll be chatting about City today, their Champions League uh, win, and also kind of how they're looking like this season. And then also in the second half of the show, we'll also talk about uh, United and uh, what is uh, going on with this team because Manchester United, uh, you know, today they, they won to nothing against Brighton. But there's a lot of things happening with the club. So we'll we chat about that. But um, 
I'll give you the honors that Felix. Yeah. Uh, you guys are top of the league and you keep blowing out teams. Um, how is Pep doing it, man? Bro, you remember this one time you and Vic had me on the podcast and uh, people were grilling me about how we don't have a strike and what I said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, remember I was... very well what I said. <laughs> the thing it's... is, with Pep's system, right, if you think about it, even at Barcelona or or, or, or at Bayern Munich or at, at um, C, with mm-hmm. Pep, him having a striker is... Um, is is a luxury you want it's not a need you know mm-hmm. it's like if he has a striker he's more dangerous yes but does he need one no he doesn't this is going to be what the second or if not third straight season showing you that you can do that a striker and to make it worse winning the league back to back because we are still the current champions right now and we're about to be the champions again with no striker yeah and it's just a phenomenon. And I, I feel like the only the reason why this is working is, for example, if you look at the team CE put against, um, against uh, thingy, like in the last game that we played, uh, if you look at the team that we fielded in the, like, we it was just like pretty much, of course it was a good team because it's CE, but at the same time, that was not our first 11, right? With versus Norwich City when we won like 4-0. That's that's the beauty of how Pep does it. It's not the players. The players make some of the like some of the brilliancy, yes, but mm-hmm. it's actually the system. Because you can take out Gabriel Jesus and you put Palmer, which is like you is a kid. He used to do the mm-hmm. same stuff. You take out Maris, you put anyone else on that or if you can even put Jack Grealish, although he's not up to par yet, but he was to kinda show you the glimpse of the system. So it's pretty much the system. That's working very, very well. And that is why usually when CE buys new players, they take time for them to settle in to actually yeah. show you what they can do. Perfect perfect example is uh, Jean Cancelo. He's playing the best football of his life, bro. But yeah. if, you, if you saw him in CE in 2019, they're two different players. Yeah. Totally different. So I feel like that's how we're doing it. It's the system, bro. The system's no. working. Honestly, that's absolutely spot on, man. Um, if you think about it too, last season when uh, you guys, I think you guys had, was it uh, Kuhn last season? But he was Kuhn, mostly Kuhn was injured. injured. Yeah, he was mostly injured. But I did not, I didn't think of it that way because you guys technically have been playing without the striker, yeah, for two seasons. It is absolutely crazy how what you guys are doing is, uh, it's mind-boggling, man. I sometimes cannot believe it. Like when I watch... When I when I watch what I see on TV, I'm just like some. I, I turned it off after the four nil at halftime. I just kind of not watching anymore. Uh, you know, I'm gonna just give up because this team is probably gonna just destroy uh, Sportine. Um, now, with the way you guys are playing, obviously, Champions League has got to be a realistic expectation for you guys. Um, so, who do you think? Uh, you know, who? Who do you th- who do you think will pose a big challenge to your to this team to this city team right now uh, that can prevent you guys from winning the Champions League? To be honest, right now, is there's only one team that I fear, which is Bayern Munich. I said this on other podcasts as well. Like yeah. I feel like that's the only team that might pose a threat, but at the same time, I feel like we can also go power to power them. But mm. if I look at the teams. Chelsea hasn't beaten us ever since we, ever since uh, the Champions League final. Yeah. 
uh, we have them in our back pocket. And I can probably say that. Um, Liverpool, we're going to play them. Uh, again, this is another thing in April. We're going to play them in April. We're going to show people why we're not scared of Liverpool. Uh, so I don't think uh, Liverpool is actually out there. And the other thing is, what we Liverpool is, uh, is, is not really a, a scary opponent. Is the depth they don't have that. Uh, so yeah. by the time we we play in the Champions League, they'll be really tired. Um, what else? Real Madrid is not, is not something that I'm scared of. We have been beating them lately in the Champions League. Uh, PSG, they don't want to face us. <laughs> I know for a fact. Uh, but yeah, Bayern Munich definitely that one is a scary one. I cannot say for a fact that Bayern Munich is gonna be an easy an easy one. But I'd rather have want to have them early before the final. If we can yeah. pass through Bayern real quick, I'm 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 guaranteed the Champions League this year. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what that's how I'd want it. If if we're leaving early, I'd rather have it be on the hands of Bayern Munich. And if we were to proceed, I'd rather have it on the hands of Bayern Munich as well. Oh wow! Okay, well, I like I I like the I like the positivity. Sorry, Aki, you want to come in? Oh, I said, uh, Felix, aren't you scared of United? My United? Oh, come, on. <laughs> come on, really? <laughs> you mean that uh, team that's twenty points behind us? Come on, <laughs> uh, Akinde. So, what what do you think? What do you think about uh, what he said? Uh, um, do you, what do you think about City so far? Uh. I am. I've been completely shocked uh, by the way they've been performing this season. Um, I didn't expect them to be this good this season, based on you know who Chelsea bought um, during the summer. Uh, Lakaka, yeah. I call him Lakaka. <laughs> uh, I'm like the way Pep. You know, like Pep. I know Pep is. You know. He already has his reputation and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But the way he's made the Premier League look like the Bundesliga this season is—it's really shocked me. So what Felix has said, I'm like I agree with everything he says. I only see, you know, Bayern Munich. I only see Bayern Munich, you know, giving them uh, a hard time. Besides that, I don't really see anyone else. So yeah. I um I I hear what you're saying, and and honestly, I don't even think it's just this season that Pep has done this. If you guys yeah. look at who has been the winners in the last four or five seasons, it's been City, right? You know, Liverpool won once, and that was it. But City, yeah, the one that broke. The... What, I'm, what what I what I mean by like what I mean by shocked is just you know that time like when they were doing that, they had a striker, right? They yeah. Had, they had, Aguero there, but they don't even they don't have him now. We thought that they were gonna get um Harry Kane during the summer. They didn't get that. And then you know, you started seeing all the memes about City not getting a a striker and that we thought that you know they weren't gonna do well this season. And for Pep to, you know, for him to now do it back to back without a striker, that is yes, I'm shocked. So yeah. Wow. That's impressive. And and honestly, I, I, I even thought the the striker thing will probably hamper them at some point this season. I haven't seen that so far, man. It's like you're watching each game and you're just like, you're hoping that they lose the game. But it's not happening. Yeah, and <laughs> no you, you, you know to make it worse? Without a striker, Man City is good difference right now is Chelsea's points in the Premier League. Damn. For I reason. haven't even looked at that. I haven't even looked at that. That is crazy. Without a striker. That's crazy. That is yeah, that is wild. 
So, so far this season, then, who would you say is the most outstanding player? I believe, personally, I believe it's uh, for me, just because I like defenders who can attack and attack well and still be I know what you're about attack. to say. He yeah, is. Jao. He is. He is? Okay. He Let's is. go. There you go. There you go. Uh, Jao Cancelo. Sorry, you go ahead. Yeah, I was about to say, like, yo, Juan Cancelo, right? He's been, to be honest, for me personally, even as a City fan, I feel like that's one player right now that if you move in CE, you might, like, even though the system is working, but you can see something is missing. Mm. Like, this season has been very pivotal. Like, his, his presence, like, the way, the thing is, like, you could, it's very hard for you to find a player that can play both on the left and the right, and you also has a very high IQ in, in football. He, mm-hmm. he can even go in the middle as well. And then yeah. the team complements his play because when, when Concilo goes in, right, a player always drops into his position, so he's always covered. So yeah. he can so he can actually do what he wants to do without without thinking too much. Yeah. And he knows how to pass the ball. He knows how to to shoot the ball. He knows how to hold the ball. Like it's just it's just a fun guy to watch, bro. Yeah. It's just fantastic. And I remember when you bought him, people were laughing at us, like, "Oh, why did you get him from UV? Like, you know, he's not." I'm like, "Yo, like." Pep, I don't know why people like, are laughing. Why? Bro. And the one thing that I also want to say about Pep, like, thank God we're on air right now, because I also want to, there's something I want to pick with people. People say Pep uses a lot of money, right, to buy players, mm-hmm. which he does. But there's a difference between the players that he's buying and what other teams are buying. See, he does yeah. not chase names. The only time we actually, ch- we actually chased the name was Kane. But if mm-hmm. you look at all the other signings that we did, Pep was chasing character, because yeah. he knows what kind of players he can coach and what other players cannot. He just wants someone that he knows how to hold the ball and listen to instructions, and that's what he what he built. Like when you, if you look at our, our like the city squad, we don't have like superstars. You might even find maybe one maybe Kevin De Bruyne, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. That's it's just true. like a whole group that's collect like that that is collective talent and that knows how to listen to instructions, which makes them formidable. But when people start all so like your city spend one billion dollars, but on who though? Because I'm sure other teams will never spend that kind of much money on 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 Stones or Walker or even Concello or even Jack Grealish. To be honest, like it's not worth hundred million. But Pep saw something that we all haven't seen yet, which might show in the next two three years. Yeah. So I feel like that's one thing I just need to see out there. Like, no, we might spend money, yes, but what are we buying though? Don't see us buying Neymar, like PSG, no. like you no know, Mbappe, you know Messi. You have all the goats in there, but look at you. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's true. You're you are right, man. You're absolutely right. Like the the pep piece. Um, I always I've always said one thing. I always criticize a manager for, and you know, you guys know this, right? Because I spent I coach too. So uh, my biggest thing, one thing I always criticize people for is, and especially managers, is the lack of diversity. If you don't have diversity on your team, so for example. You know, uh, uh, specialists, you know, a holding midfielder, a tenor back, fullbacks, forwards, wingers, uh, strikers. But I remember one thing people always, uh, Pep always used to say, he's like, he always said, if I can play with midfielders, if I can play with midfielders at all 11 positions, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't, I don't care. And I feel like he's just basically giving the middle finger to everybody this season and just saying, look, even though, I have like, you know, Jao Cancelo and I have uh, Bernardo Silva, 
uh, Ike Gundogan, Griglish, Sterling. He plays them all like as if they're midfielders, right? Which is a big thing for me. Then the other thing too, I can't believe if I did. I don't. I mean, I don't. Maybe I wasn't that active on social media at the time, but I can't believe people would criticize the signing of Jao Cancelo. If any person actually watched the the uh, Italian league, Jao Cancelo was amazing. In fact, Jao Cancelo came from uh, Valencia, which was uh, one of the the teams that I supported. Um, uh, in Spain is one of the teams I look out to in Spain. I don't watch a lot of Spanish football anymore, yeah. but back when I used to watch it, Jao Cancelo was always my guy. I was like, this guy is going to become something. United should look at getting him. Then Juventus got him. Then all of a sudden, Juventus started to do some weird dealings, and then they sold him to City, and I was just like, what are they doing? So, um, you know, to see how much that boy has improved, and also to see the way like he plays, as you, as you said, like he can also play midfield. To see the way he plays, he almost plays like a midfielder. In a, the level of IQ he shows, the intelligence, the way he moves the ball, how he—it's just amazing. Anyway, it's, cra- it's crazy to see to see all of that, and also now to add on top of it, you guys mentioned—you um, mentioned all the there are no star names. You're absolutely right. Who who in that team is it really a star name? Kevin De Bruyne is on the only guy we all know about. Apart from that, yeah. but nobody else. If you think about it, where Kevin De Bruyne came from, though, like he wasn't back then. Was he really like the star he is now? No, you got a. You became a star at City. That's true. Yeah. Like yeah. he was an. He was an. He was a hot comment. He was an okay player at Wolfsburg. At yeah. Chelsea, yeah. It, it died. Like it didn't work out. Yeah. At City, that's where he unlocked his true potential. Like most players right now, at City. Yeah. For oh, me, yeah. all those players that are at City now. Peppers just Peppers made them, you know, he just made them into beasts, all of yeah. them. So, yeah, he keeps making them better. That's that's the thing, and it's just, uh, it frustrates me, man. Because honestly, I, I, the worst part about this whole thing, I'm I'm a Pep fan. I like Pep. I I hate whenever people bring up the billion dollar thing, and I'm like, okay, if you bring up the billion dollar, then we might as well bring up the billion billions that United have spent and have not achieved anything. Word of note. And then Since you look 2017. At, yeah, even <laughs> longer if you want to even say. And then you bring up, uh, you know, Pep's billion dollar spend. And I'm just like, guys, like, you guys, don't, you guys don't understand. Like, these are these fighting quality players. Yes, he's made mistakes with, you know, for example, Mangala. Um, you know, and I, I can't remember the other one. He brought Bra- Bra- Omar Bravo in. He's made some big mistakes. But at the end of the day, still, he gets a lot of them right. And he wins. That's the True. difference. He wins. Not only does Pep play his beautiful football, he wins football games. Because some, some managers will play very beautiful football and they won't win anything. Because the other team just says, okay, pass the ball, we're going to keep you at bay. But Pep plays beautiful football and then he wins games. Anyway, Besides so that, it drives me insane. If you saw today's game, this is Portland, right? Yeah. This, what City displayed today was so nice. Because we're, we're, we're playing in, uh, in, in Portugal, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. What City did today made the other team like supporting was supporting CE. That's how good it was. Standing <laughs> innovation. I, I kid yeah. you not. Go look yeah. at the highlights. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was like good sportsmanship. I, I felt very proud because like for the first time I didn't feel alone. Like mm-hmm. I was just so happy because like if you watch the game and see how the fans just like, appreciating beautiful football because other yeah. teams will just come pack the bars like you know just like mm-hmm. crossing inshallah just like run forward and just shoot the boy yeah. and hope for the best. CE 
curates the ball like they every move that they do is premeditated like if yeah. city was to commit a murder you know that 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 was planned <laughs> there's no oh like no there's a no that was a lucky chance no that was drawn up in the playing field like when they were like when they're training but uh but no like that's true like no we see it's just i don't know man i'm gonna miss pep guardiola when it's gone bro that's all I you're, you're, you're gonna miss him when he's gone eh <laughs> i'm gonna miss because i know he's gonna go yeah well he will go he will go at yeah. some point right um but we, this might what, be his last season really i, th- I really? think this is yeah. his last season I this think could this be his last. especially if he gets that ucl he, yeah that's that's his last season bro perfect yeah. so what happens then if he doesn't get the uefa champions league would you coin that yeah. as a failure i f- i feel like it depends how he loses it right because like uh. for example if you look at last season versus chelsea yeah we gave Chelsea the Champions League. I mean, if everyone saw the game, you could see Pep over, over like over like he was overthinking that yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's something like that. If that happens again, he only has him to blame. So he's gonna want to stay again to fix that, that one final thought he had in that final to fix things. Because Pep mm-hmm. is someone that likes to be perfect. He like he has OCD in terms of soccer. You know. Yeah. So if that happens again this season, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see him next season because he wants to fix that. Pep has all the trophies. There's only one trophy that's chasing, and I'm 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 not sure he's gonna let it go easily, especially without the team he's playing. Too that he's like I understand. Yeah, he's not won it at City yet, but he's already won a Champions League. You could say that. Okay, yeah, what I've done in the Premier League, that could be enough for him. True, true. You can also say that. That's a very good, very good argument. Yeah. No, that is true. That is true. But I, I do know he really wants that Champions League, man, because the biggest thing everybody holds over him is he hasn't won it with City, which I think is stupid. But uh, they also kind of throw in that, oh, he hasn't won it with Messi either, which he has. Yeah, which he has admitted. He said, look, I didn't win with Messi. So, you know, um, it, Messi was the difference. But I think a lot of people just, just, I think Yo, it's, uh, it's a lot I of the Mourinho like, fanboys. That, yeah, that like, I'm sorry to catch you off there, but I need to say yeah. something. If people, I like how people comment about Messi and Pep Guardiola, like, like they watched the Spanish La Liga when all yeah. they watched their entire lives was Premier League. If yeah. you really watch the Spanish wow. La Liga, you know Pep Guardiola is the one that unlocked Messi. Yes, with like the Messi man, showed right? glimpse and everything, but the best football Messi ever played was under Pep. Yes, like every other player that Pep has coached, they will tell you that the best football I played. These are all, the only players that uh, that have negative uh, comments about Pep are the ones that couldn't get like uh, get used to pressure, being pushed to do more. Pep is the mm-hmm. kind of guy that if he was a music producer, he'll go to him like, "Yo, look at this new track." He'd be like, "Now nah, go right again." Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people take that as a as something good, and some like, "Nah, he's criticizing my game." No, it's just trying to help you. It's not no. every time that you, someone has to tell you what you want to hear. That's yeah. what Pep, a- aka Samuel Eto and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's good, 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 uh, good coverage on that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll like to see what uh, what um, what happens there now. This is a big claim that you've made here because you said if uh, Pep wins it this year, the likelihood of him leaving is going to be this year. If Pep were to leave, who would you bring in right now to take over that city team? Bro, it's very hard because, like, because, like, you need some. I feel like the only the only person that would make sense, right, 
is someone that was in the old La Messia Barcelona system, you know. Mm. I wish Xavi was coaching or something like that, but we need someone that was in the Barcelona system. The reason I'm saying that is not like, because uh, like the, the way City plays, right? If, yeah. you put, if you bring in any of those coaches that are in the market right now, uh, we'll, we'll end up being like our, our brothers on the red side where we start <laughs> to find identity, you know? Wait, Felix, sorry, what do you what do you say there? Uh, I was saying that we'll, if, if Pep was to go and we get one of these managers that are out there, we end up like United. We will, we will actually like be struggling to find identity. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Trust I feel me, like, sure. but like every single okay, every since since two thousand and twelve, twelve, right? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the first thing they want. Since like mm. yeah, since two thousand twelve, right? Every single city manager that's you know coached at a city has won a has won something. True. So if like someone like Ten Hag or Luis Enrique came to your to your team, right? I feel like you know they wouldn't have that same success as Pep, in my opinion. But you know they will still win a no, lot of stuff. There. But, but you see what you just did there? You put Luis Enrique like that's someone that I already have. You know, like that's what I was saying. And 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 ten also is actually actually quite good. United should actually think about getting him. Oh, we're not go, we're not going to get him. We're going to go and get Poch. Yeah, we're but exactly. <sighs> We'll touch on that when we talk about United, but <laughs> but um but like like I'm saying like you see how you say like every coach is going up right but look at those names like Mancini like Pellegrini these were guys that would think like look at all this the CE sure. managers since 2012 these are people that think out of the box and in the box but the coaches that we have now that are available I don't feel like they tend to do that they're kind of like old school or they want to clinch on like you know some inshallah tactics you know. And with CE, you need to be creative because if you don't have that creative mind and you get a hold of a team like CE, you're gonna struggle find identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's just what I see, to be honest. Yeah, I I um, I, I I think you guys, I I agree with that, Akinde, that you guys are gonna be fine. You are gonna you, the way you may not play the pep way. You may not play with total control, total football. Uh, you may not do that. But I, I, I can guarantee that uh, that regardless of what happens, the structure behind City has been has been perfect, has been next to perfect. It is still one of the best best structures that I've ever seen uh, in, uh, in in football in general, right? Because no matter what happens year in year out, you guys are always in the you know com- uh, competing for the league. You're always competing for the Champions League. Uh, at one point, you guys were the owners of the Carabao Cup, uh, the yep. FA Cup too as well. You're competing for that, so you guys. Um, if Pep first... leaves, yeah, if Pep leaves, you're gonna be fine. I think you guys yeah. are gonna be fine. And if anything, I actually think you guys will go for Ten Hag. I, I keep saying it. I keep saying, if yeah, United... like him, I'll I'll rather have him. He's he's a good coach. Yeah, I like what he's doing with the Ajax. Yeah. Like for example, United. Uh, if United, I've said this so many times. I don't know. I can if you see my tweets on this, but I've said if United don't go for Ten Hag, City will get Ten Hag. Well, City yeah, will, yeah. City will yeah. find a way and just say, "Hey Pep, if your time is up, you're exhausted. Take your break, relax, take two years off, do whatever you want to do. Ten Hag, here you go. Here's the keys. Yeah, seriously. 
yeah. and to add on and, and to add on to what ben said about um the way like you know you, you saying that you've not seen like you've never like the way they've you know city have like structured themselves to become this you know this powerhouse like i have to agree with you too on there like i've not seen like you know i've watched you know the highlights of the you know 08 you know the time like during the times um united won the premier league three times in a row right you can yeah. say yeah they dominated right but they always had competition there they yes. had competition behind them but what city are doing right now like i said before the way they are just winning games and dusting everyone like like it's the Bundesliga, yeah. right I, like you know what's funny about, about that i can do huh i wait like i've just like for me i've just not seen i've not seen anyone do this before in the no. premier league itself just the premier league itself uh, exactly absolutely not like what what is what we are seeing is unprecedented it, you know and, and yes you can talk about like charles ferguson teams i know like a lot of united stands will argue and cry about this whole stuff but let's be realistic here like when you watch about when you watch the football that is played on the pitch and the total domination i have not seen any team in the premier league do it and we always like to talk about how the premier league is the most competitive league they're yeah. just joking with the league now they just oh yeah it's the most competitive league okay yeah okay that's great and yes to an extent i i do agree that the premier league is the most uh, uh, competitive because of the money the players they can get the diversity, the, the different styles of play, like all of that, I I, I can see that. But um, City just joke with it, you know what I mean? And and I think because of how difficult it could be, the this league could be, City just go up and just say, you know what, let's just dominate it. And for everybody else, if you're good, great, you're gonna do well in in, in Europe, uh, and uh, you know just to show the competitiveness, but also for us to show how much better we are than everybody. So. Yeah. And what, what even hurts even more is the way they won it last year too. Didn't oh, they have yeah. a, they had a bad start to the season? Yeah, yeah. and they still yeah. won by double digits. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because like, yeah, see, like when we started, we had a lot of injuries, we had a lot of games in hands, and we had, and that's when we took our, our L's. Mm -hmm. Then, but after that phase, uh, the, the the train didn't stop for no one, bro. Like yeah. you guys were like, where were you guys? You guys were seventh after eleven games, right? Yeah, and people are really laughing at us. I'm like, yo, just was, patient. Like, yeah, like you can get your, like you know, you can get your, your um, what's it called the players that were injured back, right? But to come back like that and win double digits, that is yes. that is crazy. Like, yeah, last season, I don't know if you guys know this show called uh, uh, Snow Piercer. So yeah, I've heard of the show, but I think I watched the movie. I watched the right, movie. Let me, yeah. let me just sum it up real quick for you guys. It's about a train that does yeah. not stop for nothing. Yeah. That's how C was like after after that little spell in the yeah. beginning of the league. <laughs> after that, there is full steam I had the entire season. That train was not stopping in any station or anything. It was just going. Yeah. Yeah. No, and if people are not careful, that's how it is like right now. Because like if you think about it, if you look at this this the teams that C is left with uh yes i feel like we're gonna win until like we play us in villa last then we just like call it mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. uh then the funny thing is like we we do have like two more games of, with the teams that beat us because like it was only spurs and crystal palace believe it or not those are the only two teams that beat us 
and we are yeah. playing we are playing uh Spurs next, then after Spurs, we go to United, we you know we get our groove back, we beat them, then we go to Crystal Palace and just finish them off. After that, cruise control. And even <laughs> the games, the way you guys lost those games, it's not like you guys played bad. Exactly. You guys, yeah. didn't, play, you guys didn't play bad. You guys had you guys created chances. And you it's just that you didn't take them. Yeah, yeah. true. No, this this city team this city team is very good, and uh, I wish you guys not anything good uh, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Let's go over to the United side. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we should have we should have started off the United one with the United talk, so we can get the listeners like happy, you know, no. <laughs> warm up the ears. <laughs> No man, no. Like uh, I, we wanted to save this one for later because I uh, feel like this. I feel like there's such a there's a open can of worms that has already spilled. But like people still want to just spill more of those due to how terrible uh, the situation is. But uh, let's just kind of do a quick recap. For the first time, Manchester United has won a game uh, in the last oh, four yeah. games. <laughs> Hallelujah. So uh, uh, prior to that, it's been draw, draw, draw. Well, it was originally a loss uh, in penalties and then draw, 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 and all these crazy things. There was a transfer transfer window, lots of players getting out. You had Donny van der Beek out. You had, um, what's his face? Martial leave. Like, Ahmad is gone. It's just it's like just everybody won out, right, of this uh, of this team. Um, and in fact, Bayou would have left, but they had to hold him back, which which is sad because he really wanted to go. So um, uh, there's a lot of things going on with this team. But finally, finally, there's a win. And and even 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 if you look at that, before all these things happen, we have the Greenwood situation. Ronaldo can't score a goal. Uh, just. I, I think there's another scandal that came up the other day, but I, I can't remember what it was. There's just so many messed up things with this club. This club is finished. And I we keep telling everybody it's finished. finished. We're done. We're done. But anyway, we finally played a game today and we got a win. 2 nothing. Aki, can United mm-hmm. achieve top four this season? No. I don't no. think we're going to get top Come four. On. My only... Okay. Let me not say okay. I, I want okay. Let me say 50 50. The only okay. reason why I'm saying 50 50 is because other teams around us are you know they're clowning around too. You see, like you see, Arsenal they didn't have a good start to the to the um, to the year. Tottenham, you know, when we thought you know, like we I think Tottenham they still have like three games in hand, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, but like those games that they've been playing. They've not been winning. I think they've only won like one game in the last three games, I think, if I'm correct. Yeah, you're right. But, so, but yeah, like they've been clowning around too. Who else is around us too? Um, Arsenal. Wolves too. Yeah, Arsenal too. Uh, West Ham. Uh, Wolves. Wolves. Like, all these guys have been losing points. That's, only, that's the only reason why I'm going to say 50-50. And just because of the players we have at United, I feel like, you know, because we have Ronaldo up top, you know, he's not been... I've said this so many times, you know, in our in the group chat that we have on Instagram. I've said so many times that, you know, Ronaldo, he's having a shit year, but, you know, class is permanent, you know. Like, he's always going to 
get us out of you know difficult situations here and there, but it's not going to be consistent. He's yeah. 37 now. He's come back to the Premier League. Premier League is one of the toughest you know uh, leagues to play in. So I wasn't even surprised by him, you know, not doing well. So that's the only reason why I'm going to say 50-50. Like part of me is saying we're not going to make it, and then part of me is saying oh we have a chance just because of the players we have. Okay. Felix, uh, I yeah. felt like you, you had something to say about this. Always. <laughs> Always. Like, um, for me personally, right, I hate United, right? For obvious <laughs> reasons. But at the same time, they're my brothers, you know. And uh, United is just going through a, li- a small, small identity crisis, which will be resolved in the next couple of seasons. I feel like United supports, they just need to have a little faith and a little patience. Because like right now, I don't, I don't feel like you can afford not to have patience because you have nothing to lose. Mm. You guys haven't won anything since 2017. Um, you, you are used to the bad, the bad form as of late. So I don't think you actually have anywhere to rush to. So I feel like if they just have faith with, um, with, uh, with the coach right now, because like he's not, he's not gonna stay there. Like he's just going upstairs. It's just like caretaking until the season ends. And mm. I feel like he's doing a pretty good job caretaking. Like. Um, but the one thing that's really, really sad about United right now, which could cause them being in the top four, is them not finishing chances. They're not clinical enough. And I feel like that's what Ralph needs to work on. If United takes all that, because they, they make, they create enough chances to be in the top four. But look at the finishing. Like, let's take today's game. You know, today's game could have ended 4-0. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but uh, oh, there's, a, there's a point where I think, uh, I think uh, Pancho... Decided not to score after Ronaldo gave me an wow. assist. Then, uh, then, uh, then Ronaldo missed as well. Then finally scored. Then Ronaldo, there's a time he could have scored, but he gave the ball to Fernandez, and Fernandez missed. You see, where I'm going with this. Yeah. So it's like, and this is not just today, even in the previous games as well. Especially Fernandez, yeah. that's the big culprit in terms of missing. That one, clear chances. So I feel like if United addresses that situation of being clinical. They can easily find themselves in the top four because, like, if you look at all their games, although it's like draws and like you know maybe like a loss here and there, but it's actually not that bad. It's just that mm-hmm. they're not finishing their chances. Mm-hmm. If they were eating, we right now be having a different conversation. But Felix, like, you remember what? Okay, so it's coming back to what Ben said about some of the players not wanting to be, you know, wanting to leave or are on loan right now. Like, we came out of January somehow worse because Martial, for me, loaning him is part of, like, one of the reasons why I don't feel like we're going to make top four. Martial is our most, besides Ronaldo, Martial is our most clinical uh, finisher in in the club. And for us to just loan him like that, it really hurt me, like, I don't understand. Like I didn't understand why we did that. But that was needed, though. He needs game time. I know, but at the same, okay, so at the same time, though, why, why is Ralph still playing Elanga over Marshall? Why is Rashford still getting time over Marshall? Greenwood before you know any of the uh, before his problems. Why Greenwood was not was not, was not having a a good season? Why was he over uh, playing over Marshall? 
Yeah. No, you you do pose you do pose very very good questions, and I think that's where we have to bring it over to you know Ragnik, and even to add one more thing too as well. Like uh, Felix, you mentioned that you know it's not as bad. Ragnik's job there is as a caretaker, and I get all of that stuff. In fact, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Ragnik to go upstairs. In fact, I'm just tired of seeing some other things because I'm actually a very um, I uh, once again as a coach, we actually follow a lot of the stuff he's done. Like if you watch, if you go on YouTube, just quickly go on YouTube, coach's voice, uh, Raf Ragnik, you will see a yeah. lot of his content on there. But the one thing I'm very disappointed with him because he always talks about you uh, as an, having an idea of how you want to play, having an idea, an identity of what you want to do, and I think he has improved the team based on that. But the problem is the personnel he has on the pitch, exactly. it's not working out. You can't have like, you can't talk about, oh, I want to press. I want to play vertical. I want to play on the front foot. And then you have a guy like Maguire, <laughs> you know, as uh, the center back. Or, but yeah, or McTominay or, my, or, or Fred, you know, in the midfield. And then the, what makes it even much more painful is uh, then you now have a guy that's, uh, uh, that can help you. And and even though I don't think Van der Beek is kind of his type of style of player, but he can at least help you. And then what does he do? He loans, he tells he tells Van der Beek, I want you to stay, but then he doesn't play him. Um, and then the same other thing too, okay, okay, let's say, you know, the, the Rashford thing, you want pace, you want speed, but Rashford is horribly out of form. Then you let Martial go. So it, he's, that's why I'm very up, upset with Ragnar. Like, but really, not think about it this way, guys. Like, yeah. like, think about this perspective, right? You come in as a yeah. new coach, you want to introduce a new system, right? But also you want to have a reason to why you need the whole club overall. But then you already come into a system where, like, the dress room is already against you. Because we don't know what Masha was saying behind the doors. Because I'm pretty sure they, those, those two had a scuffle. And okay. and Maguire was already made the captain. You couldn't just come and dethrone the club captain and stuff like that, right? But then for you now come the, when the season ends when it goes upstairs when he starts now talking about transfers he needs to be able to should be like okay i played maguire for x amount of games i wanted to get this done look at what happened like so you yeah. need to have like receipts and i feel like what is doing right now you're showing everyone in united what kind of players you have and what kind of change you need because it's very hard for someone like that to just come in and dethrone Maguire from the captaincy, put him on the bench, and start buying play. You need to show people exactly what's going on in United. First value, like, these are the players that you guys have. But I, that, I want... If you, but if I you take Maguire, yeah. who do you put in? I, I hear what you're saying, but at what cost, though? Remember, Varane, yeah, Varane, Lindelof, Bailly, even Phil Jones, are, are playing way better than Maguire is, right? I like what like, I said, though. You have nothing to lose. I guess you could say you have nothing to lose, and that's a that's a good that's a good way to put it. But do they really don't have anything to lose? Because if United are out of the Champions League, what happens then? Can you invest and get those players that you want? Because all of a sudden, those players are not going to look. Oh wait, these guys are no longer in the Champions League. But then the other team is in the Champions League. Well, guess what? I'm going to go to the other team, right? And and that's Let's the reality of the thing, right? Yeah. When you said Sancho, were you guys in Champions League? When we signed uh, Sancho, yeah, we were in the Champions League. Yeah. Oh, is he Pogba? Is he Pogba? You, you guys signed some very nice players when you were not in the Champions League. But, 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 but was more different, though, because he was a youth player. 
But no, like let's let's talk about it, guys. What you guys are also forgetting is the United name is power. United doesn't need to be in the Champions League to attract players. I know what let's you're saying. Honest. I know what you're saying, but the cost, the investment that it costs on those players. So, for example, City will sign, let me say, a Bernardo Silva, right? And then they'll offer him 100K a week. United will say, we'll go to Bernardo Silva, that same type of player, and say, hey, buddy, look, we're not in the Champions League this year. I know City's coming in for 100K. We're going to offer you 150K or 200K. Then all of a sudden, that player's mindset changes because that player, first, if they're going to City, I'm going there for football. But then United, I just need to chill. I don't need to work that hard. I just need to relax. If I lose the game, oh, so be it. If I don't score, oh, so be it. Whatever it may be, right? Like, you know, you, you know what I mean, right? Like the, yeah. the 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 level, the level of your mindset switches when you have more money on your plate. That is a human, that's human nature. I'm sorry, no matter who you are, that's just human nature. If you got more money on your plate, you don't have to work as hard. Why do you have to kill yourself? right but at city for example you realize like oh my goodness i'm making 100k but i'm fighting against four or five different guys i need to be on the squad because i'm fighting for that next contract i'm fighting for that next paycheck at united you've already made it you know what i mean True. I, can see, I, can, I can see where you're coming from so this is one of the biggest problems and a lot of people don't don't realize this because the the united pay people out of pocket like so much money like, how much are they paying uh, at Pogba right now? I think it's... Uh, I can't remember. Is it 400? No, it's I think it's like... It's like, it's, it's I feel like your top, your, top, your top three, I think, is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, De Gea, and, uh, and Pogba, I think. Pogba, yes. So they're, they're making a ton of money. Why should they kill themselves on the pitch, right, at the end of the day? Why should they do that? But if you look at City and you look at Liverpool, they understand that the incentive for me to perform is there and I need to do it right. And that's that's the big thing. And that's why I always say, at the end of the day, just do what is right. You know what I mean? Like, play the people who who, who show, like, hey, I, I can I can make something happen for your team. I can do it right. And and I think, I feel like Ragnik is missing, I don't know, he's missing that. For me, that's the one thing I'm a little bit, I, I get what you're saying. He needs to have those receipts. He needs to show everybody, hey, you know, this is this is what I'm dealing with. But at the same time, your reputation is also on the line. Like, you have True. to think about yourself, too. Like, you can't be coming to United and putting up stink, stinking performances and then think your reputation is on the line. Your reputation is on the line. And for me, that should be a big deal for him anyway. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Pogba, Pogba is getting paid 500 500 Yes. I, I don't think it's five hundred a week. Five hundred, bro. I don't think it's five. I don't well, think. No, it's, I, I, I think wait, the parents is different. Offered, they're offering him five hundred. They're offering him. Yeah. See, they're offering him five. Who in the right mind will offer Pogba five hundred k a week? Yes, G. He's getting. <laughs> he's getting two ninety. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I think Pogba was the third highest because like Ronaldo is getting um four eighty, and then they're here second. They're they're here, yeah, two seventy five. Jesus. Anyway, yeah. Hey, do you know uh, how much you do you know how much you guys pay for Bruno? That's cruel. I know, <laughs> but but you see, <laughs> no, wait, hold up. Sancho is getting three fifty. Yeah, Sancho is making. Oh, you see what I'm saying? What the fuck? is getting no, no. three forty. Sancho, Sancho, I feel like it's his age and and the length of the contract. Yeah, still. Three fifty, still, bruh. But no, 
But but like yeah, also yeah, yeah. Thank God you 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 brought that up. Sancho makes more money than Bruno Fernandez, and you and that's guys, guys, that's criminal. That is crazy. Like, but, exactly. But then hold up a second. Who has been the most impactful player for United in the last year? De Gea. No, no. Well, De Gea. Apart from, I mean, outfield. Who? It's been Bruno, Bruno. right? Bruno, exactly. Yeah. They don't pay him. They don't pay him as much, so he fights harder. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you don't make no. the Champions League, you're gonna run into this problem. You're gonna run into guys. Nah, Bruno is just a want. fighter, bro. Did you see him like, I, in the previous club? I, I know he's a fighter, but I'm just saying. I just want you, you guys to know. Money, money has oh, I, like I agree with Ben. Money always has something to do with the way, like the mood, like the change, like the mood change of how a player plays. Yes, absolutely. It absolutely does. Okay. These players are human. Look at Phil Jones. I'll give you one last example before we jump over to our next point. But look at Phil Jones. Phil Jones got offered to move to Bordeaux on loan that season. You know what he said? He said, he said no. He said no. Right? Why should he kill himself? He's comfortable. He's he knows any like and it was a, it was a low move. It wasn't because he, he's still gonna get his money. He's still gonna get that you know the payment and all that stuff. But why should he kill himself? He's like, what should I be motivated about? He's not playing for his next contract. He's playing for retirement. That's what he's playing for. And then you right? see, you see, you see this guy crying. Like, bro, those cries. I was just laughed. I was like, bro, come on, stop, stop this. <laughs> like, you're crying here, but then you finally get to move, like, have a loan move and start playing. Isn't that what you've been talking about on the free? What's it called? The Man United um app. Like, I see but him. But you have nothing to lose, though. Your see, whole team is him. trash. But I see, I see him having freaking interviews over there, saying talking about how he was in a low and that he just wants to play football. They give yeah. you a chance to play football, you don't, you don't take it. Exactly. Okay. So, exactly. So why should a player? That's why I keep saying, why should a player force themselves when they are making money? Yeah. Why? Exactly. There you go. Anyway, real team. quick, guys. I, I, yeah, we could talk about the team, I know, but let's move on. Let's move on real quick. Uh, uh, Ragnik. So, Ragnik has won 14 games, seven wins, six draws, one loss. Um, from the sounds of it, uh, uh, Felix thinks Ragnik is doing great. Uh, Aki, how would you say Ragnik is performing right now? How is he doing? Um, like, okay, so today, today was like the last draw for me. <laughs> In the in the sense of this dude is like he's acting like a like he's a puppet to United. Mm. I've said it so many times on Twitter. Like Ragnik is a puppet to United because if you saw Maguire's performance last game, like you you know the amount of times he got past, like like you said, United Ragnik is a type of um is a type of coach who likes to do a lot of pressing. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the defenders have to be like always ha- at the halfway line most of the time. And Maguire does not have any pace. There was two times I saw in the in the Southampton game. One the it was against what's that what's that youngster um from Southampton? That uh the striker. Adams? No, no, not Adams, the Broha. other one. Broha. There was two times that this dude skinned the fuck out of Maguire, bro. Like, the first time was in the... No, both of them were in the second half. The first time was um they played a through pass. The ball was terrible. But he still somehow... Borat, the dude, got there before 
Maguire. The second time was towards the end of the second half. Uh, Maguire was basically a yard, like he was like 10 meters ahead of this dude. Yep. And somehow the dude still got ahead of him and got to the ball before him. And then he now started turning around, like Maguire started turning around, doing some weird shit. And then this dude just passed him easily and then they almost scored. Those two mm-hmm. times they almost scored. Like, mm-hmm. right. And then today, Ragnik now plays him again today. Like, for me, it just shows that, oh, like, why? Like, it just shows me that he's a puppet to the to the club. Like, probably the club. I don't know what the club is telling him. Keep playing Maguire because he's the captain or something. Like, you just don't... If that was a Man City or Chelsea, you don't see... Like, if a player was, was to, like, you know, have that performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Felix, how would you feel? Would you want that player to play again the next game? No. No. And, and oh, this... You yeah, wouldn't want him the... to play again that next game, right? You see yeah. Rashford too. Rashford has not had, like, okay, I'm happy that he dropped Rashford. Rashford was definitely getting dropped. But the only reason why I feel like Rashford got dropped is because of that um, viral video that came out of Pogba telling Rashford to, um, what's it called, to track back. That's the only reason why I feel like he got dropped. No other yeah. reason. But Rashford got dropped today. And he's, like, he's just the, like, McTominay too. Like, I don't know why, like, where's Matic? Is Matic, is he, is he injured? Uh, Matic is, I think he was injured for a little bit, but uh, I think he's fit. I, I, I think Matic is on the same boat with Phil Jones. Like, but no, but yeah. like, Matich, you see so many, okay, people, I understand Matic is not the same, like, he's not the same like he was when he was at Chelsea, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, like, at least, like, you're playing McTominay, like, so many times. Switch it up. Try and play Matic too. Like, Matic, you see so many times when Matic comes on, he cools, like, he just calms everything down. I feel so more, like, relaxed when matches on, is on the field, bro. Because he just knows how to calm everything down, relax. Like, just relax the game down. Whenever United are, like, just panicking, you, like, sometimes, even when Mourinho was at, um was our coach, sometimes he would just bring on Matic and you just see everything just calm down. Yeah. Like, you don't see that with McTominay. You don't see that at all with McTominay. So, it's just, like you said, it's just the players that he... Keeps playing and playing, and he's defending them. That's all he has. I know, but like, like, what? Okay, we have Lindelof. Lindelof has been back for the last two games. Lindelof wouldn't have played today if Varane wasn't ill. But mm-hmm. but but but, but Lindelof is, is, is it's not it's not like uh his headspace is not in the right space. He's having family oh. issues. Okay, but he had a good game today though. Yeah, maybe like today. That's when I was like, oh, cool. I'm I'm kind of okay. out here. Okay, but if wait, okay, let's. Let's take if, a look okay, at this. Wait, Give me it, a quick if, second. If his, okay, wait, hold up. Let me just say this, though. If his head was not in the right space, why was he on the bench last game? In case. But where's Phil Jones? Phil Jones just came from an injury. Didn't you no, just play his first game against Wolves that time, like in January? But still, okay, yeah. but but, men, but mental health, okay, you're saying, okay, if his head probably might, might have not been in the right place, though, though, right? But you'd rather have someone whose head is cleared than someone who said isn't right yeah exactly so he had lindelof on the bench though but he didn't have phil jones even though phil jones is coming back though he could have still just had phil jones on the bench but lindelof was there okay i can see that i can see that but he doesn't have much to work with okay listen for for a team of your caliber the options that you're given to to subject maguire are not even options at all these guys are, are, are supposed not to be wearing that jersey at all to begin with yeah, Phil Jones was supposed to be dropped a long time ago. 
Aruan Basaka is not the guy for you guys. Um, Maguire, of course, that was a scam. Like, I feel like Hash Papi would be so proud of Maguire right now. 18 million. Bro, <laughs> like, Lester pulled a, a quick one on you guys. Yeah. It's just that, to be honest, it's like, if I was a manager, I'm coming to a team whereby my choices in defense is Harry Maguire, I have Lindelof, I have Phil Jones, I have, I have Eric Bailey, I have Warren Wambasaka, Luke Shaw, and tell us. And I'm coming to a team that wants to be like the best in the world. Come on, fam. Let's, let's I'm just not, be serious. I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, I understand, like, when, like, I, I was the first one to say it uh, in the in the group chat. When Ragnick, when I, when I heard that Ragnick was coming, I was not surprised. Like, I not, let me not say like surprised, but I wasn't excited, right? Mm. I still knew that him coming, there was still going to be some issues. True. But those small issues, like those tiny issues, like just, you know, changing the players, based on what you've seen on in the season, changing the players, based on what, what Ragnick has seen in the season, he's not done that. Yeah. You know, but I feel like I see where 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 off is coming from, right? Because if you wanted, you could have bought players to to give give guys a better chance in the defense, right? But like again, yeah. it's just the caretaker manager. If he comes and buys players for the next manager to come and sell them, makes no sense for business. I don't. At the end of the day, I don't. I don't, I don't no, no, no. Like him buying. See, I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting. Like I was just, you know, I was for me, I was trolling. Uh, during journey saying oh get a dm right get a dm but i was not expecting him to get anyone uh during the um, january transfer window but the players that we let go was what annoyed me we let ahmad diallo go we let van der beek go and we let Martial go and all those three players already they're shining in their club in their in the clubs that they're at right now which is wonderful but I feel like you need to let go of more. I feel like he just let go of those players because they already wanted out, right? He gave them that chance. I feel like the only player that survived, but also that wanted out was 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 Lingard, and I feel yeah. like he needed to go. Oh, Lingard! Um, I, mean, I I feel like you like again money. Lingard, I think Lingard just stayed because of money. No, he wanted to go. Uh, he wanted but then, but wait, he wanted wait, to go. wait, 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 hold up! What happened with? Because I thought he was supposed. To, he said he didn't want to go anymore. No, no, he wanted to go. He wanted to. He wanted to go. Wait. Wait, what happened? Uh, he wanted to go, but uh, they blocked the move. So he wow. he accepted uh, Newcastle, and then they said no because it was last minute and there were not enough cover for the, the offensive areas on the field. So, yeah, they kept him. But, the only... uh, yeah. Sorry, you go ahead, Felix. I was about to say the only reason why most of these players are still United, right? United just needs enough players to finish the season. But I want you to look at the huge overhaul that's going to happen as soon as this season is done. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to go on a whole garage sale. Yeah. And some I, of those players that are on loan, they're not coming yeah. back. That was, I, I, like, that was them being sent away. Yeah, I would say one thing, though. Felix, for you, it's easy for you to think that way. Why? Because you are you're a fan of Manchester City. Manchester City know how to do it right. With yeah. United, we have been down this road that we know we cannot do it right. In fact, if United sell, let's say, Martial or uh, Van der Beek or Lingard or whoever it may be, it, they probably will get rid of the players that actually can do something on the pitch. Uh, even though those guys want to leave, and I get it, they want to leave, they have to leave. They, if they don't want to be here, they don't want to be here. I get that, right? But at the same breath, uh, you also have to understand that 
you're also keeping guys who are also not good enough at this level for your team, right? So imagine, imagine a United team now that stays with Maguire, that stays with McTominay, that stays with, even though I kind of like Luke Shaw, but he's not the best left back, I would get somebody else, but that stays with Luke Shaw, that stays with Aaron Wan-Bissaka, that stays with Marcus Rashford, because those guys don't want to leave, right? Yeah. Because they know if they leave, they cannot get it better than United, right? True. So, so that's the that's the problem, and, and also, uh, yeah. Sorry, you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like Felix, like what you're saying, like oh, just watch, you know, United make a huge um like switch during the during the summer. Part of me wants to believe that, but I've seen this happen so many times exactly. where we should like you see the Sancho thing. We should have got Sancho two seasons ago. Exactly. We didn't get Sancho. You see, when Lukaku left, we we're supposed to get a striker. We didn't get a striker. Nope. Alexis Sanchez left. We didn't get a winger. Even yeah. when at the time, even when Ashley Young was here, we didn't get anyone to cover for him. Yep. Because people are scared to go to United right now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, exactly. But that's well, the thing, right? Like, that, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, even like, okay, so the play, even the players that. That all they got during that 2019, um, 2019-2020 season. He got like how like all of them together, how much did they all cost? Uh Dan- Daniel James, um, Wamba Saka, and Harry Maguire. How much did all of them cost? 150 million. 150 million for players that have not done anything in their career. Mm-hmm. That is you don't 150 million. Yeah. And then how much did um how much did City get uh, Ruben Diaz for? I believe it was 45, 50 million. Yeah, it was around the 50. Now, and now he's about to be a two-time uh, Premier League champion. Yep. He, that, that guy, if they, and, if they, if they sold him, yeah. Diaz was, the, like, it was also a game-changer for City. Because like, before yeah, Diaz see, came, City's defense was terrible. Yeah. The defense, that's, that was, that, this was the 19-20 season, right? It became player of the year, PFA, yeah. in it? Oh, no, this was No, you, you guys got him last season, right? No, no. This isn't before that. Or was it last season? I think oh, it yeah, became it PFA. Yeah, no, it, was it, was it was last season, yeah. So, you see how, like you said, you remember what you said, the way Pep thinks. Like, you see the guys that he gets, it's not star players. Like, they're star players probably in their countries, but they're not known worldwide, right? The players that United get are known worldwide. And those are the players that we don't need at our club. Mm-hmm. Just to sell, you know, just just to sell tickets, sell clothes, and everything. That's why we're getting them. You know how Glazers work. Yeah, Ronaldo. Oh. We, were never, we were never supposed to get Ronaldo. We were never supposed to get Ibrahimovic. We we're yep. never supposed to get these these guys, but we got them because of their name and what they can sell for the club. Yeah. Not I, what they, I, obviously, we know what they can do at the at the you know on the pitch, but it was at the age we got the, these guys. Yeah, not, I, I will. Anymore, so. Yeah, I will add one one thing too. For example, look at Zakaria, right? Well, actually, two things. Pep, if this was Pep, Pep would bench Maguire in two seconds. He will not. Maguire will reserves. not even smell the exactly reserves. Yeah. And then number two, United had a chance to get Dennis Zakaria for I think five million euros, and United passed on the opportunity. And I get what you're saying. 
he is not going to be, he's not going to be the, he's only interim. He's only caretaker. He can get these signings, but it's signing for 5 million euros. You know, his, his, his uh, weekly wage is going to be uh, maybe top 75 to hundred K a week, man, you can afford that. You can, you can afford to put him on a two year contract. If the other manager doesn't like him, you guys can sell him off and you can actually sell him off for probably better money, more money because other people wanted Zachariah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, United failed to do any of these deals. Like basic things, they don't they don't operate like a real club. City does, and that's why, for example, Felix, if you think of it from a city perspective, you are right. That's the most common sense thing to do. But from a United perspective, they will not do that. And you can talk about Ragnik coming in and then doing the caretaker thing and then becoming consultants. I don't even think if Ragnik doesn't do well this season, I don't think they're going to make him. They're gonna to listen to him. I don't know about you, Akinde, but for me, I I'm, feel like I'm, I'm with you. Like, like it's so like I'm like it's so hard to like it's so annoying that we have to think this way. But the Glazers have just made us think this way. Yeah, because we like Glazers have just they've had that reputation of we don't know what these niggas are going to do next. Like <laughs> these niggas, like they can say they're going to do this. But then they do something else last minute. Mm-hmm. And it's so annoying. Like we've seen it so many times. Even hold up, another another um uh, transfer thing. In twenty the twenty eight uh twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, were we weren't we not supposed to get Koulibaly? Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah, 10 yeah. Million, time, right? It was the time you guys were leading the race. Yep. Wasn't it yep. ten million? It was, uh, it was, no, no, it was around like 85 million for Koulibaly and United said no. Oh, and then, okay, yeah, so, yes, yeah, my, my bad, my bad, yeah. It was 85, but then we went for Maguire. Maguire, yeah. For this, almost the same figure. Exactly, exactly. And they said no, we could have got, we could have got Koulibaly, but then we decided to go for Maguire because, oh, he's been, he's been in the Premier League. He yeah. is more expensive than I think Van Dyke. He's more expensive than Ruben Diaz. I think he's the most expensive defender in the Premier League. But God, yeah, oh yeah. Ah. And people, people made fun of 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 the Van Dyke one. How can you, bro? Like, it's like it's like these guys just watch. They just watch their own team. They watch their own team. They don't see what's going on even in the Premier League. They just don't see what's going on around in the Premier League. They don't really like. Even, even, oh. even, even. I don't even think they watch their own team. Like, for example, yeah. the Van der Be- the Van der Beek piece, right? That you know we always keep talking about, right? Do you know how many United fans argue that Van der Beek suck? Like, how many of them say, "Oh, it's been four or five managers, and all of them think we suck." And I'm oh like, guys, I'm like, oh I know. Oh my god! No, like. like- that just that just reminded me. There was something on Twitter I saw today. I forgot. It was this um, Rashford stand on Twitter talking about, oh, this Van der Beek hype will die down. And then people were arguing with him in the in the what's called in the comment section, right? And then this dude replied with, oh, he's probably going to get injured. I said, what? Oh my god! <laughs> You're yeah. wishing injury on this dude. <laughs> You're wishing injury on a dude that. That has his one game has been better than McTomney's the whole season. Yeah. You're wishing yeah. you're wishing failure. You know, I, like the, I feel like the, the reason the reason why most coaches don't like Van de, uh, like Van de Vick 
as his arrogance. But if you cannot, if you can withstand Christian Ronaldo's arrogance, you should exactly. be able to withstand his. Exactly. The, well, but... At the end of the day, is about can he get the job done? Yes or no? The yeah. rest we can figure it out later on. And yeah. then the other story about like you know about Twitter fingers, Mr. Twitter fingers tweeting uh, Rashford. I remember there's another one where you was commenting about another player, right? And people were like, "Well, you're in the same dressing room. Go mm-hmm. tell him, not us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alanga thing, but yeah, yeah exactly. no, uh, But but that's the thing, right? Like the the any person Van der Beek, from what everybody I've heard anyway from everybody, he's, he's very humble, very nice kid. He doesn't cause trouble for anybody. He works very hard in training. He probably puts in double time. Um, and even in Everton, they're already saying how much of uh, uh, how much he's raised the yeah, level. They, they, were, yeah. they were saying they were saying they were they were saying too like how he can't like they were even surprised like he couldn't get into the United team. United team, yeah. They, they were they were like, oh, maybe the level at United is is great. And I'm like, no. Yeah, so I, started, I started laughing. <laughs> oh my god, I started laughing, bro. Oh, like the, no, the I, love, like the love, like United is horrible. It's the horrible. Level of pride, United is great. <laughs> yeah, the level of pride is great, but the level of you know skill and work and hard work is not even close. So for me, the there's a lot of there's a lot of weird issues there. But regardless of all that has happened, um, the way I'm going to look at it right now is it, this is going to continue happening. Now another thing too is it's still too early. Let's let's be real out here. You know, the Martial move to Sevilla is early. The Van der Beek move to Everton is early. The season is still long. There's a lot of crazy things that could happen. So I don't want to jump the gun because I know sometimes I think the player is good. These players are good players. But you know how you know how things happen. This is life. A lot of crazy things could happen and all of a sudden they go out of form and then people say, see, I told you so, right? But anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um, real quick, um, uh, Ragnik mentioned Ole should show us some blame with, uh, you know, if United don't make it to top four. If United don't make it to top four, whose fault is it? Both. Nah, uh, Ed Woodward. Okay, Ed Woodward. Okay. Definitely. I, I huh? think it's, from a coaching um, standpoint, I just think it would be Ole and Ragnik. Ole Ragnick, okay. Yeah. You know, like I feel like what people are forgetting is we can't really blame blame Ralph. Ralph is using the same players that Ole was using because yeah. you know by players, right? Yeah. And then Ole and Ed Woodward were out here teaming up, going all super saying, getting these <laughs> kind of players as if they deserve to wear the red jersey. Those are the two culprits. Interesting. Okay. I would say it's everybody. I would say it's the Glazers, is Edward Ward, is Ole, is Raf Ragnick, is the players, is even the fans. I would throw everybody on that list. We have let we we let too many too many things get out of hand of this club. And um, you know, and I'm I the reason why I throw the fans in there is because our fan base, honestly, it's are so stupid, toxic. man. They're toxic, then they're not not even toxic. I wouldn't say they're stupid. It's, it's beyond toxic. Yeah. It's beyond toxic. They're yeah. all stupid. So <clears throat> Um, <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Well, that's mostly that. The last piece I want to, you know, finish up with last second predictions about Atletico, the Champions League next week, United against Atletico. Akinde, who's gonna win? Who's gonna who's gonna go through? Is it gonna be United or is it gonna be Atletico? Of course, I have to say United, bro. <laughs> I have to say United. 
like okay you know Ragnik like there's some stuff that Ragnik I feel like hasn't done well but obviously he's done some good things too at United you know like the way we're playing now and the way we're creating chances we didn't see this under Oli right it's just mm. that we're not like we're not taking those chances so mm. the way Atletico Madrid play is sit back I don't like I, I don't know if they've started I, I I started hearing that you know they've been playing more possession game right yeah okay but I just feel like if they were to play possession game against United our wingers would just you know our wingers would dust the like we would dust them that's the mm. way I see it. like we would dust them if they try to play possession so and the way and they're probably thinking oh this is United you know let's just sit back and catch them on the counter attack but just because of the way we've been playing as of late, I have hope that we can be uh, Atletico Madrid. Mm. Cool. Okay. You think you're gonna beat? Uh, we're gonna beat um, Atletico. Uh, yes. Felix, what do you think? Uh, is that is Griezmann healthy? Is he back? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm very. I don't, I don't think he's going to be back for the game. I'll, let me mm. check. Because if he's healthy. And Luis Suarez is healthy. Felix is healthy. It might be a sticky one, you know? I think Luis Suarez might be injured. Uh, you know, uh, but I, I don't know if... Um... Yeah, if okay, here's my prediction. If that game does not have Griezmann and Suarez, United might steal that one. Hmm. But if those two are in there and you have Maguire and CB... Yeah, Atletico um, Madrid is winning. It's okay. it's saying Brisbane is out uh, until mid February, and next okay. next week is mid February. So we're <laughs> basically, just for that we're game. basically in mid February, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that means they might actually return for their next game uh, in in the Spanish league. Then, the, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see it then. But okay. So my prediction is if Brisbane and Luis Suarez are healthy, Atletico is winning. But if those two are not playing, United must steal that one. Because at yeah. the end of the day, as much as we wanna. Beg, I bet to Cristiano is Mr. U, uh, UCL. He will make yeah. it happen. Yeah. I would I would say, I will go ahead and just say this. I know everybody's saying with this, I would say regardless of what, I know of Atletico Madrid's uh, form this season and it's been terrible. Absolutely terrible. Likewise. But, yeah. By Barcelona. yeah, but I will say this. Atletico will beat Manchester United. Um, I don't know what it is, but this this game has bad vibes all over. It has Yo, two Simeone. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it it has two teams that are struggling for form, but the one thing that Simeone's team do very well is play nasty, play ugly, and just find a disgusting way to get you out. That is what they do. They've been doing this. They're the master of the dark arts. They're the master of shithousery. I expect them to go through. So, Especially if uh, they manage to get into Granada's head. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And, and another thing, too. If you guys... Oh, I don't know what that is. But anyway, if you guys if you guys see what has been happening with uh, Ronaldo and the chances he's been missing. Like, usually you guys will say, okay, you can bet on Ronaldo to come up. He's Mr. Champions League. He can score, blah, blah, blah. Yes, maybe he's going to turn it up on, on the Champions League nights, right? But I will tell you this one thing. The way Ronaldo has been missing chances, I've been I've been like, 
even I, even because I don't, I don't care about Ronaldo, right? I know a lot of people like hype him up and all this stuff and Messi. I don't care about these guys. And personally, for me, just never, never, I never had an affinity to both of them. Even though yes, Ronaldo played with United, I just never really got crazy over him. But I, at least one thing I could count on Ronaldo is Ronaldo. When it when the going gets, he's clutch. Lately, Ronaldo has not been clutch, man. And if you watch any person who watched that game today and saw the chances this guy was missing, That's I was like, what I was saying, remember? Thank yeah. you. And I'm, then you have Sean, you have Sean in the group chat trying to trying to be this <laughs> It's so annoying. Ignore ignore Sean. Sean is just he's oh just trolling, goodness. right? Um, like like this like let you just continue, don't worry. Just continue, just continue. Don't worry. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, the 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 way Ronaldo has been missing chances, I honestly, I would I would before I would be betting, like be betting like my 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 car, my house that Ronaldo will show up today, but lately I'm just like, this guy he's not showing up, man. Like something is off. So and they're creating chances for him. So going back to what Ellis said, Ellis was saying, look, United actually have been playing well lately. They've actually been trying. They've been pressing. They've been creating chances. Guess who's not scoring those chances? Ronaldo. So, unless he finds his shooting boots, I don't think United are going to do anything. I think United are going to going to get knocked out by Atletico. And no matter how crap Atletico is, like that's what I think anyway. But anyway, that's uh, that's mostly it, guys. Really, really appreciate you guys coming in. I don't know if you guys wanted to, you know, give any uh, quick uh, thoughts or anything that's uh, come up in your mind. But if you guys catch up on the Real Madrid. Uh, PSG game today. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. What did you guys? Just a quick, uh, quick uh, summary. What you guys think? Um, Felix, you can go first. You can go first. Uh for the amount of money PSG invested in this team, they're playing terrible football. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I took from the game. Like they shouldn't. Like this game almost finished zero zero. Mm. If you if if imagine if Pep Guardiola is coaching such a team, like but again, it's, those are star names. Like what we're saying. It's, I just don't know, man. Like this, both teams are not going anywhere. That's what that's mm. what I took from there. Mm. Okay. Messi missed the penalty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you oh, Bobby, no show. <laughs> you know, you know the you know the weird thing about that. Messi missed the penalty, then a minute later, Ronaldo scored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you heard so it. Weird. That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you heard about it. It's like, miss, miss the penalty. I need to score yeah. right now. And Ronaldo yeah. scored right away. That's cool. Uh, for me, like, I agree with Felix. But in this game, I just feel like, you know, PSG deserved it way more than um uh, than Madrid. Because mm-hmm. Madrid didn't really pose any threat to them the whole game. It was like Madrid just went there. Even with the, the lineup selection, too. But you I know why? Like, Pardon? Like you know, you, you know the Champions League scratched off their way goal rule, right? Yeah, they have. Yeah. So there was no reason for Madrid to actually go full on attack. If yeah. you look, if you look at the game, they were literally chilling, parking the bus, yeah, they trying were to just bring them back out. to Santiago. Yeah. They've been about a different story, fam. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause with the with the lineup that they chose, in that that midfield three that Madrid chose, yeah, you know they're very good, like possession based. That's why I was even sh- shook too, like. They weren't really like doing anything, but like this game, like they could have played Valverde for Modric, in my mm. opinion. They could have played him just to put more legs in the midfield. So yeah, 
I just feel like, you know, Madrid didn't really pose any threat and PSG just looked like they wanted him more. So Yeah. Yeah, Madrid wanted the draw, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, uh the game was played according to the occasion. You know when you have like that tough that tough game, right? And yeah. instead of you just saying, Okay, you know what, we're gonna play you know, we're going to play it uh, to win it. You're going to, Both sides kind of came up and said, you know what, we're going to play to the occasion. PSG said, hey, we're going to attack because we're at home. And then Madrid said, we're just going to try to keep the ball, be a little bit more solid at the back, uh, and then take our chances whenever they come. But another thing, too, is what people don't aren't mentioning a lot of is, or, or maybe uh, we're not mentioning this podcast right now, is Madrid are actually, Real Madrid are actually struggling so far right now. Um, yes. And, and it comes from Ancelotti not rotating. Uh, he keeps playing Casemiro, Modric, and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, uh, Cruz, Cruz, you know, yeah. in the midfield. I don't know if you guys have seen that picture, but there's that picture that shows where where they shows them with the white, you know, where that filter that uh, snap. I don't know if it's a picture, Snapchat filter or whatever it is, and uh, the way they show them as elderly people. That's yes, basically- I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's. That's basically what's happening, I think, with this team. Um, yeah. A lot of the, the Modric and Cruz have so many kilometers on their legs right now that they need a break. They need they a break. They, they can't so. play the force. You can't just keep playing them all the time. Like you have, exactly. like I said, Valverde, Valverde is there. Yeah, and he's not like Valverde. Shit, he's a good player. No. no. So, so uh, Ancelotti, Ancelotti needs to brave up and play some younger blood in the midfield. Um, because Cruz can do a do a thing. I love I love I love Tony Cruz. I love Modric. I love Casemiro. But man, just give them a break. Give give them maybe take one or two of them off the pitch a little bit. Rest them up next game. You know something like that. But anyway, um, you know Ancelotti knows better than all of us. He's the he's the big boss. And what what can we say, right? Um, either way, that's that's just the way it is. Cool. Um, that's it, guys. That's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe if you guys want to say one more last thing, but that's the that's the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, next time, episode. Bro. Next episode. Yeah, next that's episode. It. That's it for me. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. But like, yeah, really appreciate you guys joining us, uh, guys. Uh, where can we? You know, where are you, you guys' socials? Where can people find you? FM Johnson. Oh, that's what Felix. you type. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Felix, you go first. Yeah, I'll just like, yeah, just look up FM Johnson. That's what you need to type. If you have a bone to pick with me, come, fi- come find me. FM Johnson. Okay, find him on FM Johnson on Instagram. And uh, Akinde, where can we find you? Aki Akintobi on Instagram. A-K-I, then A-K-I-N-T-O-B-I. Awesome. What about Twitter? You, you don't want to plug your Twitter? You don't want people to be oh, adding you? On Twitter, of course. Felix Twitter, Wilden. Like, Twitter's a long, like, it's a long name. So, I, like, can I just see, can I say the name or? Uh, uh, if you want name, Like, you can shout me out on your, like, stuff. Like, it's a long name. Okay. Okay. For sure. So, yeah. For sure. And then, uh, Felix, where can we find you on Twitter? Felix Wilden. Without the Let G. Let follow Felix. I'll follow him. Okay, Felix Wilden, awesome. Well, uh, you guys can find me at uh, Podcast DBS or Uncle CB on Twitter. Um, but uh, really appreciate it. Every person listening to the show today. Thank you so much, Akinde, for jumping in. Thank you, Felix, for jumping in. I would love to have you guys on the next one, uh, you know, as soon as possible. But uh, I think uh, Vic would love to do a Chelsea one probably by tomorrow or something. 
Uh, but anyway, the next one, we'd love to have you guys in and, uh, you know, talk more about football. You guys okay, have so a fantastic day. <laughs> you know, okay. Bless up, bro. Guys.